Stephanie here on Natural One Media. I am your GM for the night, Dylan, here with my friends. As we continue our grand campaign uh, taking place uh, in the continent of Corvair, uh, y'all remember what happened last time, right? Uh, <laughs> 100%, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, everybody had a real, real nice time. We all got our full night's rest. Hey, right? Dylan? No, we no. absolutely did not. Hey, oh. Dylan, how about, how about you? Uh, you pissed oh. off there. <laughs> I, I, did I... Did I get something wrong? May, I must be confused. Uh, Marshall, what? What happened? You, you guys didn't get a good sleep? You didn't get... The bed wasn't comfy? What's what going on? Oh, Dylan. What lovely eyes you have. <laughs> there it is. God. Um, Dylan, what... What big head do you have? <laughs> Damn. Got uh, <laughs> him. The yeah, I mean the, the the loving enjoyment of all the the fun that is to be had when uh, you are seemingly having some type of like weird fever dream where you're all like getting werewolf shit happening to you. <laughs> It's like it's like having a single fever dream, but you're all having the same fever dream, but with yeah. just slightly different items. I believe they call that mass delusion. And boy, do we have one! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah, uh, I. The thing is actually the the funny thing is the very last thing is probably the thing that I know is escaping me the most, but I do remember. You know, obviously, so as I alluded to, very much either hallucinating or not, uh, we all inevitably, like, had weird visions of, like, the, like, the, how, like, what lovely eyes or teeth we have. Many of us seemingly believing we are holding teeth of many kind. A number of us hearing a sheep. A howl. And then inevitably... Through my almost my seemingly feveristic desire to break out of the room and go yeah, to the window in thing, the hallway. What was up with that? That was strange. That was strange. Oh no! The th- problem is, I know I went out and I looked out the window, but I don't remember exactly what it was that I saw. <laughs> Does anybody else remember what was uh, seen out that window there? Um. Unfortunately, my notebook uh, received water damage, so I'm not. I actually don't remember. I could say that at least what the current moon phase is. Yeah, didn't we see the wrong moon? Like the the moon. Yes, she was giving information that is the wrong moon. Yes, yes, we saw conflicting information about the moon. Mm -hmm. Yes, because right now the current moon. Is Ayer, the moon of war. That's Which scared ring. Silva mightily. Yes. Because, because werewolves as, are... As, as I made note of. Werewolves... Mm. Well, the moons themselves are reflections, you see, of the many realms of Eberron. 
or planes, as other maybe as other settings may call them. And werewolves getting power from the moon mm-hmm. means they also get the power of that reflection. <laughs> and so a werewolf jacked up if it was a full moon, which it's not currently, but a full moon is going to get roared raged up with the power of war of an entire existence of war. <laughs> Which is scary. Indeed. All right. <laughs> Why can't we just have the Twilight Wolves and just have a shirtless Jacob come up to us and be like, Yeah, because we all there, can't Loka? have the things we want. You, how, how dare you suggest that we can only have one of these things? <laughs> Great. So, so we're going to have a shirtless werewolf kill us. And it's got to look at us and say, Where have you been, Loka? <laughs> no, it's not that so much as werewolves and this group all together has a stay with us here Kevin just just hang in there uh, <laughs> we, werewolves uh absolutely have differences um it's very safe to assume that if werewolves themselves uh can be affected by these different moons then that would result in different lichens different different forms of lycanthropes um that's not even getting into the entire concept of shifters, uh, humanoid beings that uh, are able to take on animalistic qualities without fully transforming into said animal. Um, and lycanthropy, of course, uh, is not specific to only wolf-like forms or lupine forms. Uh, it is possible for um, the lycanthropy virus or disease as it, uh, as it is to be transferred amongst other animal types. Um, but this group as a whole does not have a ton of experience with that, uh, particular, uh, nature. And as such, you can only work off of the information that you do have. Um, and what you do know is that you looked out a window and you could see a, uh, a uh, little herd of sheep grazing nearby, and one of those sheep started jiggling around and making a lot of weird motions before a set of long, extended arms and legs grew out from underneath the sheep, and then it appeared to... The, the sheep itself appeared to kind of fall aside a bit, and the thing that sort of rose up out from under it uh, let out this enormous echoing howl uh, before just sort of weirdly scampering off into the forest uh, and leaving the remnants? We, you don't know, it's hard to say from your position in the window uh, of the sheep behind. Um, and that is where we left off. So, returning uh, from, with, from inside this Gold Dragon Inn, uh, which we have established as a franchise of inns that is uh, maintained by one of the many houses uh, of the Continent of Corvair. Uh, you know, like a Marriott. Still inside, <laughs> still inside of the inn. The Marriott uh, of Everon. Yeah, in, in the upper levels. Sponsored uh, by Hilton. The, 
It's more of it's more like a ramada, you know, <laughs> especially with the breakfast options. Uh, Dude, completely the, different companies. <laughs> yeah, the group uh, is currently on the upper levels in the hallway, just outside of where their rooms were located. Uh, having just witnessed this sight through the window, uh, we pick up right where we left off. It is still very late at night. There doesn't seem to be anybody else uh, who is awake and about. Uh, it is just the four of you in the hallway. And all four of us just saw that scene out the window. I, I know for sure Silva saw it. Because Silva has, uh, her, there's something with her eyesight and her nature that gave her a little bit of additional clarity in this moment. Um, you could say it's fae related, but it's hard to say 100% for certain. Um, so she definitely did. If y'all mm-hmm. would like to make perception rolls for me. Uh, and if you can match a DC, uh, then I think you'd be willing to see perhaps bathed under the moonlight. Perception? Visit. Uh, I got an 11. Okay. I got a 9. Well, I'm assuming Don't worry, guys. I think I got this. Scenario, I got a 5. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, none of you would, would really have been able to perceive it uh, quite so well as, as Silva had. Silva's got them specialized. Silva has the specialized. <laughs> Silva, what do your special eyes see? Uh, did, did anyone see what just happened? I wasn't able to get a good look at it. Um, That's rather unsettling. <laughs> Silva, did you get a good look? What, uh... What direction was it again? Like, they went? Facing out the window. Uh, to your left. Uh, the, the window itself is facing north. Right. So, the figure you saw, this thing, ran off westward into the nearby forest, which yeah. you know to be the Eldritch Grove. Well. Uh, there you are. Uh, I'm trying to f- grab it on the map. Um, uh, well. Um, I definitely believe I our target but, uh, with saw the werewolf they're out there where I believe it was them definitely definitely looked apart where did um, it go off into the Eldritch groves Okay, so it's not around here right now. It was. I mean, it's not a full moon, so at least right now, we're not 
entirely, you know, you're at least not entirely within a grave danger right now. But and it doesn't. So what you're saying is, I can go back to sleep. Got it. <laughs> yeah, right now. Sat will just walk back to their room. Um, should we not follow? If no. I... It's late. No, and that's uh, also. Do you think this is the best time to do this? Well, and also, it is not the. Even if it has a fraction of its power, dealing with it when it can have any of it is inherently dangerous. If we're going to deal with this, we deal with it during the daytime. And that's a big if. I know we said that we would help, but that was before we got actual information on what's going on and how strong this thing can be. Personally, I don't think we should be taking this on. But... Well, no. More importantly, we should be convincing her. We should be... Con what was her name again? Annette. Annette. Annette, yeah. We should be convincing Annette to avoid it herself. But that can all wait until the morning. Uh, we... We should really get a good night's sleep. There's nothing that we can do about this right now. And it's not posing us any immediate danger, so... But wouldn't it be constant danger for others? And? It ran off into the woods. There's... Shouldn't be anyone out there right now, especially considering, you know, as we came up, the locals seem to know about this werewolf. They're not going to be just traipsing around in the woods in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't believe it's the smartest idea to go during the evening, but we'll have to figure out what to do tomorrow morning. Safest option for all of us is to just get a good night's rest and we'll deal with this during daylight hours. Understood. Good night. Uh, we'll talk about this more in the morning. Yes, it is best we'll get our rest now. Agreed. All right. All of you return to your respective rooms and prepare yourselves to get a proper night's sleep. Set actually puts like, takes like a little bit of cotton and just like stuffs it in their ears <laughs> as they sit and like meditate on the bed. Like I'm not dealing with anything. <laughs> well, actually, going to that. How much time into the watch did that all start? <laughs> it was like no one we hadn't even gone to bed yet. Like no one had slept. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we were like trying to sleep, but then we heard the howling. 
Okay, so yeah, at least haven't. So at least uh, inherently still going into the, going into the watch. Yeah. All right. Are we still looking to do any kind of a uh, shift? Watch I was I wasn't thinking we that we were going to. I mean, I. I don't know. I feel like it's still inherently appropriate. I never know that it won't come back. I think Dak would at least stay awake for another hour or so uh, as he ruminates underneath the bed. Johannes' bed. I will uh, try to wake up before the morning so I can like finish watching, but I want Dak to get his sleep too. We all need the sleep. I mean, inevitably, gonna, I know that... It's not going to uh, bust in here. So inevitably, I know that Seth isn't going to sleep as long anyway, so... Yeah, I'll be, I'll be active in four hours, so... So inevitably, I can essentially do the same watch without needing the, the note of it. All right. Okay. I would like you all to choose an order amongst yourselves. Akin to a marching order or a watch order. Um, and then each of you is going to roll a d10. Not a d20, a d10. Um, I mean, I'm Seth's just uh, gonna start meditating, so they'll be they'll be up in four hours. I will uh, go after um, Dak and be up, uh, you know, a normal time, I guess. So a D10, D10, cool. Because we're we're still we're still in two separate rooms. So would it be just uh, then? Jack and Silva, and then Set, and then Johannes. No, no I was because out. Yeah, and I was in underneath Johannes's bed. Yeah, correct. And I imagine if we're if we're setting up a watch, then Silva is still going to be staying in uh, Set's room. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so just go back to where we were. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so Jack and Silva are staying up, and then it'll be uh, Set and Johannes. Yes. You got it. So, D10? <laughs> D10. Yes. Gotcha. That's uh, uh, a perfect 10. Okay. Uh, Silva, go ahead and roll a d10. Joe, hear me? Yeah. Roll d10. 
My favorite. <laughs> Just adding anything to it or... There's sure, still what? Flat, flat D10, I believe. Flat D10. Okay. Eight. The Ocho. Okay. Next up. Um, I guess that would be me. Yeah. Roll a d10. That's a one. Bennett, you killed us. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Everyone? You all get a full night's sleep without issue. Uh, why is it that every time, Dylan, you say something like that, I still do believe you? <laughs> Ellie, like, we're friends, and I trust you implicitly outside of this game, but whenever we're, we sit down, we put on the headphones, and we have the character sheets up, I'm like, I don't trust this man for a second. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's good instinct. You're all able to eventually close your eyes and drift off into a dreamless sleep, getting yourselves a full night's rest. When morning breaks, it is the sound of a nearby rooster that calls everyone back to consciousness. Not long after, a smell drifts seemingly through the air, reaching each of your rooms one at a time. The smell of grease, fresh meats. Then the sound, eggs on a cast iron skillet. The tempting senses of a potential fulfilling breakfast encroach upon you as you awaken on this new day. Silva Pancakes set immediately opens the door, walks out, wraps on Johannes's door, and goes, Pancakes, and just immediately heads downstairs. Johannes looks at Dak <laughs> pancakes and then walks downstairs. Does Johannes like uh, like do the thing where you like you lean over your bed to look underneath your Yeah, bed. I like looked under and it was like pancakes and then I like hop out of bed. Dak uh, rolls like... over and looks at Dak rolls over, uh looks at the dust bunny that's been next to him this entire night and says 
pancakes and then starts to roll out from underneath the uh the bed autobots roll out <laughs> just like what does a dust bunny do you just like <laughs> just come out just like to imagine you just come out for like it's like Pancakes, and you just come out just like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is unhinged, but not that style when I hinge. <laughs> I like it, though. Alright. So as you all begin to head downstairs, you are greeted to a the sort of large common room, um, the dining hall, as it were, that you were in the night before, though at this time of the morning it is far less crowded. Uh, there are still a few people gathered about here and there, most of them getting their morning breakfast. Uh, a few of them uh, look to be catching up on the news, a uh, couple in conversation with each other. Um, but for the most part, a very small and reserved crowd uh, with plenty of open seating available. Uh, uh, as the first one down, Seth's going to grab a table that's uh, big enough for five. All right. Uh, approaching the tables, and you can see that the uh, the round tables from before are still set up um, as they were previously. Uh, the uh, small little candelabras that were sitting on the tables previously uh, have been removed, as there is no need for their light. Uh and have been replaced with very small little uh, like wicker baskets uh, filled with errant cloth and what looks to be uh, a few slices of fresh bread with a spread of butter on the side. Uh, in fact, you can see uh, off to the left the long banquet table, which the night before had been filled with uh, this sort of like uh, buffet of various meats and vegetables and various offerings has been changed as well and now has a selection of breakfast foods uh there is a bread basket with all kinds of different rice and wheat breads um a there is an a large flat skillet that has been set down upon the table uh that it's still sizzling like a fajita platter. Ooh, uh, you have ooh. a large selection of eggs, uh, sunny side up, and there is uh, still about six or seven links of smoked sausage, as well as a few strips of raw cut bacon uh, sitting off to the side, all just sort of arranged neatly in one long pattern. Um, there is a fruit and vegetable selection, though smaller than the evening. Uh, and at the very end, there is a a set of these apparatuses, uh, almost akin to, like, small gumball machines, uh, mechanical in nature. You can see the gears on the sides, and at the top of them are these glass domes uh, like large jars filled almost to the brim with uh, what appear to be oats of varying shapes and sizes and colors. Um, and set beside them is a small stack of uh, brass bowls 
that have been cleaned, though still are lacking in some of the luster they may have before, having clearly been used many a time. Uh, there wait staff going around. Uh, there are there's a, a couple a couple of people walking around. Uh, not nearly as many as before, and the uh, the same bartender from the evening uh, prior who had provided you with the keys to your rooms is awake, and they are behind the bar, uh, moving a few things around, organizing a few things. And as they do so, magically, uh, they have a... uh, There is a copy of what appears to be uh, possibly the most recent issue of the Corvair Gazette that is floating in the air next to them as they work. And as they are, you know, stacking up plates and moving things around in cabinets, uh, they also occasionally are glancing over to look at uh, the copy of the newspaper they have next to them uh, reading it absentmindedly cool uh, as soon as that sits down uh, they'll gesture to one of the wait staff to come by a uh, uh, person comes up to you uh, good morning anything you need help with today uh, yeah uh, those Blueberry, uh, hotcakes, pancakes, however you refer to them. Uh, give uh, me, yes. uh, if you mean the blue vine, blueberry, flapjack stack. Yes. Flapjack stack. Right. Uh, I need, uh, I'm going to need two <laughs> orders of those. Um, oh, feeling hungry this morning, aren't we? What, uh, do you have any like juices or anything available? Oh, yes, yes, we have, uh, we have a few variations of ciders. We also have some orange juice. Um, uh, some orange juice would be great. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then has everyone else come down At like, this point, shortly I, behind me, I would imagine? I have been hauled myself down there. <laughs> I wanted those pancakes. I've been um, next to you the entire time, Set. What, what are you guys ordering? I'll allow it. Um, can I get one of the pancakes? Just like a like a single pancake, you mean to say? The 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 special. Ah, uh, yes, I believe you mean the blue vine blueberry flapjack stack. Yes. Yes, correct. Which one of those? The bovine blueberry flapjack stack. Um. Excuse me. Um. Could I have the? Boobin Blackberry Wappa <laughs> Yes, so that'll be four of them then Two for you, one for you And one for you as well Silver? Yeah, you can make it five <laughs> Very good Sorry for the interruption, but milk as well Ah uh, yes, what type of milk Would you like? We remember that. We forgot about that. <laughs> Tag relives the trauma he experienced last night. Regular. Oh, um, oat, almond, almond. Would Would you like almond or oat, or would you like a mix? You can mix. 
You Jack, can try. I would, I, would, I would stick with regular, personally, but... Um, I shall take your counsel into consideration, Seth. Please make some... I figured as much. Understood. Uh, they call over to the bartender. Bartender, uh, five blue vines, please. Uh, as well as an orange juice. And, uh, we're going to get a, uh, a half and half as well. Uh, the bartender just sort of nods and, uh, begins, uh, prepping some of the food there. Uh, right, well, that should be ready in, uh, in a few minutes here. Until then, um, feel free to, uh, sit here. Um, if you have any questions or anything, definitely let us know. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, man. I cannot wait for these flapjacks. I've been thinking about them since last night. <laughs> As said says that, they are buttering a piece of bread and eating it. It is It is good. It is like a... Um, you, you have to wonder when they made it because it tastes like it was just made. It's like a really good sourdough mm. but they've also clearly like the crust it, it's like they've done some sort of like a uh, uh, it's like an artisanal thing where it's got cheese melted into the crust as well that you can taste some of the local cheeses it's it is very good uh, but also potentially filling as bread usually is yeah um, Good to have bread carbo. before we're, we're having carbo-loading. bread. <laughs> we're, we're getting our carbs in today, for sure. Um, what was the check we did last time to see how much bread I could sneak into my pockets? Oh, that's a, uh, it's a sleight of hand. Gotcha. Right, my good sir. That's a 13. Uh, the waiter has walked away. Hmm. <laughs> Love the incredulous look you're giving your dice right now. <laughs> How me? could this be? Excuse me? <laughs> For this roll? <laughs> For this one? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Sorry, let me explain what just happened. So I rolled this, right? Yeah. And I rolled it three times. And yep. I got a 17 three times in a row. Oh, so shit. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, don't right, know, I don't know what the deal is. I, I don't know why. But uh, we're gonna roll with it. Yeah, no, you, uh, you. How many pieces were you trying to sneak? And uh, enough to at least leave five or three pieces of bread for the rest of the people at the table. And then okay. if after that, if I was, if it was six, if I was allowed, I was gonna sneak off to another unused table and steal. Uh, sorry, uh, tactically acquire any bread that's over there. Okay. Uh, you managed to take several pieces of bread, and there's another table adjacent to you that you go over and you just start very, you know, very casually grabbing a couple slices from. And as you do, there's a tap on your shoulder. I turn around. 
uh, you are face to face with uh, a rabbit. Um, what? And you remember what? that this was the uh, person that you saw the evening before. Uh, they are humanoid in stature and size. Um, they appear to be about close to close to six feet tall. Um, they are wearing a heavy cloak that is sort of wrapped up and bundled up around them. Um, but the hood is pulled back fully, and you see before you a rabbit face and large floppy ears that are flopped over. Um, the eyes are sort of this very bright sapphire blue, uh, and they tap on your shoulder with a uh, cute, furry uh, little paw. Gotcha. Um, I think the shock of seeing it uh, briefly distracts Stack from his usual apprehension towards touch, but then he quickly fixes that and uh, kind of flinches away uh, before looking up at the rabbit. Um, hello? Uh, hi. Um, are you, are you gonna eat all that? Um, potentially <sighs> at some point, but would you like some? Uh, yeah, that, that'd be great, actually. Um, um, I reach in and I pull out a third of the thing, the bread I've taken, mm-hmm. and I start handing him piece by piece. Just taking it out of my pockets into his uh, into his paw. Oh my gosh, oh, that's very uh, that's very generous of you. Um, thank you. Uh, I, that's 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 plenty. That's plenty. Thank you, thank you. You're, you're, I make it half sweet. now as he's saying that. That's that's still <laughs> you're continuing to add more, and I I I'm just I don't I don't want to be to you know Im- impose on you. I just want to say I just I'm I'm okay. That's enough bread. I think I'll be fine. With that I amount take, of bread. Oh gosh, this is a lot I of t- bread. I take one back. Okay. Thank you. Oh goodness. Is this happening directly next to our table? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> right next to the table. Cool. Uh, upon hearing this, Set will reach up and take half the stack and just set it down in front of him. Thank you, stranger. <clears throat> I apologize for him. Dak, sit. Okay. Uh, like look, talking to a dog. <laughs> Dag does look back up at the rabbit person. It has been a pleasure speaking with you, and may the bread serve you in your many battles. I I, I don't know if it will because I'm going to eat it pretty quickly. But uh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, Dak bows slightly while maintaining eye contact and then sits down. Did he just scratch his ear? Did you just act out him scratching his ear? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Dak sits and looks at Set. And he's maintaining eye contact with Set. Is Set looking at Dak right now? Yes. Gotcha. Maintaining eye contact with Set. Dak just does start reaching over to the pile of bread that you took from half... The half pile that you took from the rabbit and starts slides it further away from deck. I think you have enough deck. It's it's this is really good bread. It is going to go to waste in your pocket. 
No, I got the <laughs> Secretly, uh, Jack oh. is using a spell <laughs> or a, <laughs> a sorcery point to cast subtle spell into subtle spell inspired reach, which is Mage Hand, to uh, reach on the other side and start grabbing bread from. Oh my god! <laughs> what do I have to roll to notice that? Uh, you gotta. Let's what take question? a look. Are you? Do you have reason? <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah, I mean, I'm actively keeping the bread. You're doing subtle spell is the thing, so we gotta. It's the same because are you looking at set spell. or are you and the the bunny thing or are you keeping tabs on that bread? <laughs> well, the bunny dude is gone. I'm keeping tabs on the bread. Bunny dude's not gone. Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> is bunny dude is still standing right next to our table. He's just, he's, this is, literally seconds have passed. He hasn't had the chance to just, like, walk away yet. He's still kind of just looking at the pile of bread that's left in his hands. <laughs> a substantially cover- smaller pile of bread, but yes. Yes, we- but still. You know, he's he's just kind of awkwardly recovering himself before he steps away. I think it's, I think as soon as Dak sat down, sat down, set immediately stopped paying attention to the rabbit. Okay, so here's the deal. Subtle spell, which yep. means you didn't use any somatic or verbal component. Yes. Um, so I'm going to say... Uh, set, you got to make a perception check on this. Okay. You're going to make it with disadvantage, though. Disadvantage, Okay. Because isn't Mage Hand still, like, a visible spell? But if they're casting it under the table, it's a matter of you noticing it grab the pieces of bread. Yes, it is. It is as if it's a similar thing right now is if somebody were to sneak up behind you and try to do this. Like, yes, you could see it. But it's you again. It's that same level yeah. of like can, he could conceivably sneak it like someone else would do their hand. But yes, because like um, if it was the it was the, if it was like the the arcane trickster one where it is just straight up invisible. But yeah, yeah. But no. Uh, so that is a sixteen. You definitely notice a piece of bread (laughs) slide from the pile and go under the table. I'll kind of look at the pile of bread and just place my hand on it and then look over at Dak. At this point, Dak is eating that bread that he just took from the pile. Well, maintaining eye contact. <laughs> if you're going to eat them right now, you can have them. But if you're just going to stuff them in your pocket, like, you still have that donut in your pocket. Yes. You're not allowed to put this bread in your pocket, Jack. Unless you get rid of that donut. 
I mean, should I consider your proposition? I need Set the waitress to, to literally over. place this pile of bread <laughs> right in front of them and just sit there and be like, I don't. Why? Can the waitress come back and save us? <laughs> after the night, over the course of like five seconds. So. Yeah. After the night that I've that Silva has had, she's just kind of taken, just kind of letting these things kind of just go. Yeah. I'm just kind of like looking at the stairs, trying to see if I can uh, spot Annette showing up. Yeah, you uh, you look to the stairs every every minute or so. Uh, a new person will walk down from upstairs uh, from the sleeping quarters and will you know make their way down. Um, some of them will spark conversation with the bartender. Others will just sort of move off to a table without saying anything to anybody. Uh, you recognize a couple people from the night before, but you don't see any sign of Annette. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew it. She was the werewolf. We don't know that yet. (laughs) Finally, at last, uh, breaking the tension, there is a clatter as uh, the bartender uh, approaches all of you, uh, several plates in hand, uh, with a couple more held up by magic, uh, sets them in front of you as you uh, receive these uh, very shiny brass plates and sitting on them are large stacks of like seven to eight uh, uh, blueberry filled pancakes Uh, they are coated with this uh, beautiful golden layer of fresh syrup uh, cascading over them and slowly dripping down to the plate forming a small pool around it. Uh, there is a garnish of strawberries and blueberries uh, to the side of them and uh, a small little cup of uh, sticks of cinnamon uh, are placed down along with a small little tankard of what appears to be both a maple syrup and a uh, a slightly darker pecan syrup uh, are set next to your plates, uh, as well as your requested drinks, your orange juice. Uh, Dak, you receive a small cup uh, with a curly straw sticking out of it uh, and a uh, semi-porous grayish white uh, liquid sitting inside. The bartender just gives a curt little nod. Morning, everyone. Morning. Thank you very much. I've been looking forward to this. I bet you have. People come from all over just to try out these love jugs. Uh, yes. The one with the name I don't know. Um, what is this? And I point at the straw. Uh, you, you requested a mix. Uh, so what we did was we took the, uh, you got whole milk and you got the oat milk and you got the almond milk and you got the, uh, we got the 2% and we got the premium and we got the, uh, the, uh, mochiato and the, uh, 
the uh, dragon's milk and the uh, the uh, sour egg and uh, little little sprinkle of uh, 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 what did I throw into that? These things for me. Uh, what did I end up putting in that? Oh, ginger. A little bit of ginger on top. Uh, it's basically just about all the milks that we have mixed together into one. Um, Call it the half and half. Oh. Wow. That was a lot of stuff. That's too much, even. What is well, this? I, I'm still pointing at the straw. Oh, that's a little uh, little invention of the house. Uh, they've been providing us with these straws. Apparently, it makes it easier to drink uh, uh, any any kind of uh, beverage or refreshment that's a little on the thicker side. Uh, And you look and you see before you, I mean, it's a, it is a brightly colored, uh, straw that kind of swirls in the spiral before, uh, coming up to a point at the end. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> let us know how it is, Doc. Uh, best of with that. Dak looks at the straw, grabs it, lifts it out of the milk, and then sees a little <laughs> bit of milk dripping out from the bottom, and then thinks that's how you're supposed to drink it, and puts uh, the the bottom end in his mouth. And then he proceeds to continuously <laughs> do that to uh, drink this unholy contraction that I think is making my actual lactose intolerant sister in Michigan cry out in pain. I'm just going to let him do it, honestly. <laughs> also, the, you brought it up as it being like thick drinks, and like this drink has got to be a very thick drink with all those different types of lactose in there. It's, it's halfway between um, it's halfway between an almond milk and a smoothie in its consistency. So it's actually Love not it. as thick as you would expect it to be, but there's definitely a little that bit That almost of, makes it worse. To it. I'm, I'm in agreement with Kevin. <laughs> but oh, I'm here for it. Dak uh, does that for a few more seconds and says, I don't believe that this, this makes it easier. The straw, Dak. You jump from the top. Dak flips you, over and dips the top part into the... No, Dak. Have you never used a straw before? Um, I um, would be hesitant to admit this, but no. How do you teach someone how to use a straw? <laughs> um, you tell me. You're playing the game. It, Set literally says that out loud. Like, <laughs> okay. How, how do you? Is it difficult? I believe that he's. No, it's just it easier. It, like it's just such a like an inherent like, you just kind of know how to do it. 
that I don't know how to describe it without it also sounding awful. The, uh, the bartender reaches into a pocket, uh, a front pocket in their apron, and pulls out a few more straws that are uh, of a similar shape, though these ones are different colors, uh, and hands them out to each of you and says, well, you know, sometimes people learn by watching other people do the same thing. That is actually probably the best way you could go about this. Set will take the straw, put it in their orange juice, and start drinking out of the straw to demonstrate to Dak how this is done. (laughs) You realize as you drink from it to your surprise and maybe delight that as you drink, as the orange juice goes through the straw, you taste it and it tastes like orange juice, like freshly squeezed orange juice, and it's delicious. But there's a hint of... There's almost like something else citrusy that's being added to it. Almost a little bit of like a... Like a limeade flavoring. And you come to the conclusion as you're drinking it that the inside of the straw must be lined with some sort of like a flavoring agent to add an additional kick to whatever it is you're drinking. Um, Dak, did that help? Dak is looking uh, over at you, now drinking normally from the straw. Mm -hmm. Flapjack stack. (laughs) Just starts eating. I've been eating there. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm surprised you're all uh, just now getting started on the day. Figured you'd already be out in the field with your friend there. Wait, with who? The uh, the young woman you were talking to last night. Is she already out there? Oh yeah, she had breakfast uh, a good hour, hour and a half ago. Uh, she's already. Uh, she went out in the field since she wanted to look at something. Uh, cool. We're going to write her off as uh, not good, and we're just going to move on after breakfast. Sound great, guys? I grab a piece of bread, and I'm going to start heading outside. (laughs) Marker is not good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say that she's dead. She might not be dead, but she's probably not in a good spot. I'm going to leave the uh, the coin on the table. Dak also pulls out a coin, puts it on the table, grabs the flapjacks with his hands, and <laughs> there's all syrup milk. all over those. Dak, he just follows after Johannes as he sees him leaving a, in a rush. So, well, what coins are you leaving on the table? <laughs> uh, uh, it was like eight gold pieces to get the flapjacks. I'll just leave enough for that and a tip. Okay. Dak will also. So I'll leave. I'll leave ten on the. Dak will also leave 10 because he just went off of what Johannes did. Set is currently making <laughs> eye contact with Silva. <laughs> and just going. I'm gonna I'm gonna start pushing some of the coins. I'm gonna kinda so here's a moment. I'm gonna push. There was 10 there, right? So I'm gonna push. I'm going to push four back to each of them. (laughs) Hold on. I got to do my math. Okay, wait. So they each laid ten. 
Yes. Fine. Yeah, I'll push four back to each of them. <laughs> well, we ain't there. Yeah, we left. They're gone. I'm grabbing four. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was eight, but uh, I could be well, misremembering. There's a better way to do this. Left 20. I'm going to no, grab... Correct. Let's take four from each. Well, it's just the... Yeah, I was trying to figure out. So inevitably, I'm just going to grab eight. <laughs> Leave everything else. I'm going to put it <laughs> in just like the... Like, essentially, my like little... Like, one of my like small little pouches. So it's probably going to be covered in fucking like... Sought, like sand dust and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you're like okay that's appropriate. Let's go find them. <laughs> Are you no flapjacks I'm not going to leave them. They left us. We're not leaving them. Okay, well they're gonna. They're, you, only one of them is sensible to speak in a normal conversation, and we saw how that went yesterday. Owned. I'm gonna finish one of these, and then I'll join you guys. Just bring the, the plate bartender. With, just say if anything, just find a, a like. If you have, do you have a hang, do you have a napkin, a handkerchief, or something? Just <laughs> do you the see bar, these? The bartender reappears at the table. Uh, carrying a couple very small like wicker uh, like little baskets with uh, small lids that are sort of woven onto them uh, just sort of places them sounds like you're in need of a good to go box here you go you can have a couple of these because uh, there's just like syrup all over these right yeah, it's they've been they a an excessive amount of syrup has been poured on the top of them that is dripping down to the sides. Um, I don't know if you want to do like pancake math, but in theory, a lot of the middle of the stack, maybe those pancakes wouldn't be covered in syrup necessarily. <laughs> that that is literally what I was doing. The calculations like I was doing talking, in my like brain. If we're talking to, if we're going to talk about the surface area yeah. syrup is covering on these flapjacks, the top flapjack is going to be completely covered, and the rest of the flapjacks, it's mainly going to be on the sides of anything. So we can assume that the bottom fourth of this stack of flapjacks completely uncovered by syrup. The next uh, four uh, is mainly only has syrup on the sides and then the maybe the top two will say because the syrup would likely have soaked through uh the top two will actually be completely soaked in in syrup all right uh everybody at home get that everybody like i will join you in like five minutes just slow them down enough that I get five minutes, and Set is literally going to eat the top two of both of his plates, and then put the rest into the basket, and then join him. Uh, also, Barkeep, how much for everything? 
Oh, it's it's a it's continental breakfast. This would be part of your. Uh... <laughs> Oh, it's, it's part of your tab you paid for. The, the flat uh, sorry, I may not have made that clear. The flapjacks, if you are ordering the flapjacks anytime outside of normal breakfast hours, then oh, you have to pay no. the extra amount for them. Oh. But if you get them Where? as part of your continental oh. breakfast in the morning, they're included with that. Oh, perfect then. Uh, then yeah. Great. Uh, then we, we're good to go. We'll, we should be back uh, with the entire party. Uh, at some point. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, just from what I had, absolutely phenomenal. I look forward to having the rest of them. Uh, and we'll head out. All right. Uh, outside of the Gold Dragon Just Inn. a quickly note. As we're inevitably, yes. like, scuttling up, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna leave... I'm gonna grab the rest and, and then leave two. <laughs> Which is still inherently a significant tip for most people. Get Galifars or pancakes? What are we leaving? The Galifars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Outside of the Gold Dragon Inn. Um, Johannes. Yes. You seem to be largely leading the pack here. Um, yeah. Are you... Where are you heading exactly? Um, he said that she went out... She said she was going out to the field. So do mm -hmm. I see a... Do I spot a... Like a farm field out nearby? I'm assuming it's the one so, like out back. Yes, coming out on that side there, you see a... Not too far away. Um, there is a wooden ranch-style fence uh, coming across. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of it are uh, several large fields sort of dotting around the perimeter of the forest um you can see a selection of horses and cattle and, and some sheep grazing nearby um not too far off actually you think you see a person kneeling down uh in the grass there next to a smaller sort of cluster of sheep that are sort of grazing around them um i'm gonna head over there all right, That's my do, best lead. You uh, come upon uh, a young woman that you recognize. Uh, she is kneeled down in the grass. Um, like I said, there's a couple sheep around here that are grazing, but for the most part, they're kind of keeping their distance from her. As you walk up, you notice that there is streaks of red on the grass, sort of at haphazard uh, positions. And walking up, you find yourself uh, just a few feet from Annette, who is examining what appears to be like a mangled sheep's skin laying on the ground um, that is covered in dirt and filth and blood. Um, it is largely the skin, but it appears that at the end, the head is still attached. Uh, with the neck having been roughly severed and portions of the vertebrae still visible poking out from underneath. Johannes, like, trots up and says, so I guess those sounds we heard last night weren't our imagination. You heard that too? I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah, no kidding, but everyone else I talked to about it said they didn't know what I was referring to. 
Oh, I, I hear plenty. <laughs> so what do you make of this? I like put my hand on my chin. Can I make a... I guess in like a medicine check or an investigation? I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm terrified. I'm gonna choose the wrong music here. <laughs> uh, let's have you make an investigation check. Okay. Dak will stay thirty feet away from them, uh, kind of to the back of them, upon seeing that he, <laughs> that Johannes found them, and just take a seat and finish his flapjack pancakes, which he's now eating with his hands. A uh, one of the sheep near you will sort of walk up to you and begin smelling your pancakes. Dak hands him one of the pancakes and continues watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I rolled a three, so Johannes is going to be like, hmm. <laughs> I was definitely a werewolf. I... Is that something <laughs> that you see often with werewolves? That they would do something like this? I can't, uh, you know, my expertise is more in the kitchen, and I can't say I've ever made a werewolf stew. So, I thought you were a big fancy adventurer, though. What happened to that? Well, you know. So, have you seen... What did werewolf attacks usually look like for you? You're a bounty hunter. I mean, I've... Like I said last night, I've never actually hunted a werewolf myself. I only know what I've read about in books. And, uh... Every book I've ever read, they didn't say anything about them leaving behind the skin of the animal. Uh, Johannes is going to like crouch down and start looking at the ground and everything. Um, well, speaking of, Annette, I believe your book was wrong. I hate to say this, but my our one of my traveling companions, Silva, she is quite experienced with werewolves and lycanthropy, from what it seems like. Um, she told us that the current moon, uh, you... Which one did you say it was again? Uh, it should be the moon reflecting the shadow. Yeah, unfortunately, from what Silva said, it's currently the moon of war. She finally looks up from the sheepskin that she's been investigating. Wait. What do you mean the... The moon of war? That can't be right. Well, because it uh, it lines up with the current month, right? Yeah, but that still shouldn't be three or four months from now. That's why we were so confused, but Silva looked up at the sky last night and knew without a trace of doubt that it was the moon of war. Which one was Silva again? Oh, the small, the small bard traveling with us. Slightly sassy, though she was terrified last night. Probably didn't say too much. Or was really drunk, I can't remember. Right. Um, okay. Wait, so... The moon of war... That Did that have something to do with this, like, strangely gruesome mangling of this sheep? It could. Maybe the... I mean, I... It wouldn't be completely out of the ordinary for it to... I've read about lycanthropes experiencing heightened aggression during certain phases of moons. Hmm. 
Could be. But then why not just take the whole pelt and everything with it? Maybe it's to send a message? By the way, where did you first hear the werewolf? Because last night, I heard it in the room next to mine. Where were you st what room were you again? Um... Me? I was... She kind of thinks for a minute. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm upstairs. I was... Oh, gosh. Third door, left-hand side. Uh, I'm on the southern end of the, the inn. No, off-table question. I can't remember. I know we were on the second floor. On uh, the northern end. On the northern end. Okay, just making sure. Hmm. Well. That, uh... The sounds last night, I don't know if you heard them, but they led me to believe that someone in the hotel was our suspect. But I'm sure that they're long gone now. Can you... Have you been able to figure out where the werewolf might have gone? Uh, well, uh, I was kind of looking around here. Any werewolf worth their salt is going to leave some kind of a trail behind. It's very difficult when they're in a full transformation to have the consciousness to cover up their tracks. From what I heard last night, they sounded quite feral. Oh, can I look around? Can I see anything? Any like footprints or destroyed brush? Or... Yeah, you could. You can make another attempt at an investigation check for me. <laughs> another three. Wow. Really? Okay. Um, well, by this time, uh, the rest of you would, would start appearing as well. You would, you would, uh, coming out of the inn there, you would make your way over into the field and find, uh, Johannes and Annette looking at this, uh, sheep remnant, uh, while, uh, Dak is sitting nearby on the ground, uh, next to another sheep, uh, eating their flapjacks. Kevin, you're muted. Okay, I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so would it be just uh, Silva joining them now, and then Set would be following shortly after, or uh, would both Silva and Set be? I think we left around the, the same time because I was there for the conversation. So, like the about the the money. <laughs> Because I had grabbed the remainder of theirs so that I and I put them in the different pouch after hearing what he had said. Gotcha. Okay. So but then, I had yeah, left so... the two gold as the right the tip. So then both of us would be showing up then. Okay. Um. What have you guys seen anything? Uh, upon arriving, uh, this was where we saw it last night, right? Or, well, uh, Silva saw this, it. Look at the skin. That's, uh, 
Yeah, and so to reiterate, the the it is a mostly intact sheepskin um, with the wool still in place, though heavily matted and covered in filth and dirt. Um, and at the other end of the skin, sort of folded in, is the sheep's head still intact, uh, with some of the vertebrae still attached and sticking out from underneath. That doesn't seem normal. Um, that's really interesting. Um, we said it went off to the west. Is there anything, is there anything pointing out? Uh, or is there anything around here that they left marks or anything like that? Everyone as a group can now make uh, investigation checks to see what you can come across. Sure. It's a 17. <laughs> I got an 8. I can I can tell that this sheep next to me is very friendly. Oh, man. That's a sheep. I uh, Can I make another one? <laughs> no, brother. Yeah, mine's a 6. <laughs> okay. Most of you, you see the blood streaks across the grass. Um, the grass itself is is padded down. Um, it is uh, bent and, and d- disfigured in some places. Uh, set. Yes. You focus your attention on the sheepskin itself. And you feel the power of investigation flowing through you. I got the wrong track. I knew I was going to do it. I knew I was going to do it. Oh, man. I was really curious as to why that specific sound was the choice there. I, I just figured it was the Fae. All of a sudden, they would oh, just show up. No. I don't remember which one of these tracks it was. If not, if not that. Darn! I'm an idiot, and I didn't label which one of these tracks it was. Ah, yes! That's annoying. That's annoying. (laughs) The rite of passage. I can't not remember. One of us. One of us. It has to be. Because I remember putting it into the chapter 2 file. You would think so. And then you would be wrong. Uh, Dak is looking over to a sheep and like petting it at this point. Like, you're a good boy, Granaman. And mind you, he's petting, and there's a bunch of sheep wool that's catching onto his fingers because his fingers are sticky from the syrup. Sheep are also disgusting, so you're also picking up a lot of stuff from them. 
but at least he's petting a sheep. There it is. No, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. So, investigation time. You focus the sheepskin in question. Dirty has been dragged through the grass and the dirt and the mud. Um, the head is still intact, but the vertebrae roughly broken. Not a clean break. Not a clean incision. It was ripped off, torn away. No signs of the rest of the sheep's body anywhere around you. Just the skin. Looking around, you try to see if you can locate any indentations in the ground or uh, imprints in the grass that are small enough to match that of the sheep's hooves, and you don't see any. Furthermore, the blood on the sheep's skin is dry and cracked and very old, while the blood streaks on the grass are new and fresh. <laughs> you look at some of the neighboring sheep around you. Uh, there is no trace of any blood on their mouths that would suggest that they had eaten the carcass of the sheep. Um, and... Indeed, there is no visible sign of the actual body of the sheep anywhere to be found. Interesting. No sign of any injuries on any of the other sheep that would lead to that incongruity with uh, the fresh blood on the ground, but dried old blood on the sheepskin? You can look through... You know, some of the sheep that are gathered nearby. And you're not seeing anything. But, when you look back to Dak, who is still in the process of eating their flapjacks, the sheep that has sort of uh, laid itself down next to them, you're able to see the front hooves come out. And one of the hooves has a big bleeding gash in the side mm. of it. Like something's ripped a chunk out of the leg. Interesting. Okay. Uh, does it look like a new wound? Like if I come up and I start looking yes. at the the one it's... on the the one that is on this de on this uh sheep rather is uh it appears to be fresh. Okay. Here you um, say. Um, slip. Hmm. Yeah, you're like this believe that, wouldn't you? Um, everyone, it. I'm. I'm not exactly sure what conclusions this could lead us to, but they're not great. Um, the sheepskin over there 
the blood on it is old. It couldn't have come from a sheep that was taken last night. Um, not compared to what's on the ground nearby, which would actually match closer to this one by Dak, which has a wound, like very fresh wound. Um, what's terrifying about that is that could mean that this skin was being intentionally used as a disguise or in some other like cunning way and that's really not good for us if like we're they were going. pretending to be one of the sheep a yeah. wolf in sheep's clothing that's quite literally what it seems like because if you look here and I'll, I'll lift it up and I'll point out how it how dried the blood is like this could not have been from last night this is much this is older like it there's no way that this could have happened last night but if it was here and if what Silva saw was correct then this means that it was actively using this as a disguise of sorts wait did I hear that right did one of you actually see something yeah um no it's effectively that I mean after we seemingly a number of us had some bizarre uh phenomena last night um I was kind of drawn to the window and from that I had seen inevitably what looked like a a man come from this <laughs> or at least a man-like creature coming from the sheep wow that and now if this was a were sheep this would be an inherently significantly easier uh, issue but I don't believe that's likely the case Dax is taking his time to pull out a bandage just to wrap up the wounded leg of the sheep. As everybody's talking. The sheep just kind of looks at you and goes, Meh. I like that. Yeah, I mean, if if the howl that we heard was any indicator, it's definitely not aware sheep as uh, as Silva said is definitely a werewolf or something similar uh, I don't know if there's any other creatures out there that would make similar sound to that but also be as cunning as this seems to be to be able to use disguise as, as Silva said it seemed to have to almost rise out of the the skin and cast the skin aside before running off um, but surprisingly, these these sheep don't seem put off at all. You would think that they would be at least a little startled. Still, excuse, still, whoever's doing this has made a habit of it, and this isn't the first time. Yeah, it isn't the first time. How long has this been going on out here? When did you first get the call? I... 
the 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 bounty notice for the werewolf was posted about a week and a half ago, but the way the locals talk is that this has been an issue for multiple weeks now. Oh, interesting. Well, if that's the case, would that mean that hmm, would it would it be hiding out somewhere and then using the disguises and cunning to get in close, but it has to retreat somewhere. Maybe. Uh, Silva, you said that it ran off somewhere after it ditched the sheepskin? Do you remember where it ran to? It ran into the, uh, into the Eldritch Groves. Can I see any, any signs of uh, any creature having run off from this area? Uh, make an additional uh, investigation check for me. And you get a plus two to this because the investigation music is active. Uh, <laughs> that'll that'll be a 26 then. Excellent. Fantastic. You, uh, having thoroughly investigated the current area, you are able to now kind of start making your way closer to the Eldritch Groves themselves, the edge of the wood. Um, and as you do, you can see sort of the fresh blood streak. They're very erratic. They're kind of moving from side to side, and they get fainter and fainter as you go. Um, but what does pick up is that you begin to see larger and larger indentations in the ground. Um, what were originally smaller uh, sort of prints, if you will, uh, these indents in the grass uh, grow larger and larger until they are now uh, these enormous prints uh, sort of moving erratically from each other uh, about the size of I'd say almost like a, like a plank of wood hmm uh, Silva, come look at this. Um, would you say this this creature ran off mid transformation? Does that seem possible? I mean, it's hard to say based on last night because Lord knows how we were being affected. Inevitably, there's a lot that was going on. I mean, if you take you know, if you take to everything else, there's. I mean, honestly, this seems relatively strange, even for. You know, dealing with this. I mean, this isn't... At least based on the, the mood it's supposed to be. Yeah, it definitely strikes me as odd. Um, this, this thing looks like it ended up getting very big. I... Honestly, I, I don't feel comfortable continuing to pursue this. Seeing the size of this thing, like, I know we have numbers, but... 
It could be very likely that one of us, if not multiple of us, wouldn't walk away from this encounter. Especially considering, is it is it approaching a full moon? Are we leaving a full moon? Like, if if it's just going to be growing in strength, it, it's not going to be good. I mean, yes. I think regardless of the scenario from last night or whatnot, you know, inevitably, I I'm in agreement. Space. I mean, just even with you and whatnot like i wouldn't recommend you stay here either i don't know what circumstances necessarily brought you that a need to do this but it's not worth risking your life in this matter what i mean just kind of looks down hey it's not you know there's no real noble pursuit behind it i just it pays really good money, and I'm one of the best hunters in my town, so... I don't know, just, you know, it's a smart thing to do. Not exactly the safest thing to do, no, but... Right. I, I would say with with this information, you would be throwing your life away trying to hunt this thing. Even with our help. Like, we would all be throwing our lives away. I... it. I just I I can't in in good faith recommend that any of us continue this hunt. This is I think this is something beyond us. Won't more innocent people just continue to get hurt if no one handles this? Who 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 could even come to fix this? I mean, you need an army of almost especially yeah. in a month like this you, I mean this has to be this has to be told to proper authorities not random small group of people it's just sorry can we go back to that the, the month uh, Johannes said something about the the current moon isn't reflecting the, it's not the moon of shadow Johannes said that you were saying that it's actually the moon of war. What's what's that about? Yeah, it's uh, in the time of month it is. It's the it would have to be the moon of Ire. Well, yeah, the moon of Ire, absolutely. But and Ire would be it's associated with shadow. It's that's the what the the majorites from Arcanix. That's how it's written in their their scriptures. Well, Dylan, where did I get my inform? Where's my information from my mind coming from? <laughs> so your information, this is interesting. We we touched on this a bit yeah. last session. Because your information comes from your association with the Fae. And what you know of and are aware of, uh, what we had established was that uh, Ire, uh, otherwise referred to as the anvil um your information tells you that ire is associated with uh not the shadow but specifically with uh 
the anvil, and the plane that it reflects is the plane of Shavareth. Uh, what Annette is describing, the shadow wouldn't be Iyer, it would be Sifiros. Which is a completely different moon that's supposed to take place uh, multiple months from now. So you're saying you got this information, like, from, like, directly from Arcanics? I'm sorry, I did forget. Where did you say you were from again? I'm, oh, from, uh, I'm from Telen. The, uh, the, the, the village of Telen, just on the other side of the, the border there. So where did you but hear the, that that came from Arcanics? Well, I, it, the book was published by Mage Rites from Arcanics. It's, they, they've written, you know, all kinds of books about the, the astrology and the nature of the, the moons, the 12 moons that, that orbit the, the planet. Um, I, I've, you know, I, I have one of the books, one of the many books that have been written in my possession, and I've, I've read it front to back, <laughs> you know, cover to cover. I've studied it many times, and it, that's, that's what it said. You said you have it on you. Can I take a look? Uh, yeah. And she kind of, she has a, a bag with her a satchel. She opens it up and pulls out it's a it's a small thin little book very old um bit tattered on the corners uh all black and in velvet lettering um there is written on it uh arcanics uh astrology uh memo volume three uh, and she hands it over to you all right we're gonna we're gonna investigate the book <laughs> Switch off. Hell yeah. It's, it's better than I've been rolling the rest of the night. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what matters to me. It's a 15. 15, okay. Um, so, Sifiros. Uh,. You you go through and and there's there's like a there's a little glossary at the at the beginning um, the table of contents and you find where it says the listing of the planes and the associated moons you flip over to that um, and you begin reading down it and as you're doing so you're noticing that there's like a few discrepancies it's not just uh, ire because when you look at ire uh, the you can see as she said. That for Ayer, it is listing it as being associated with uh, the shadow. Um, and then you look further down, you see uh, the moon of Olorun, um, which is supposed to be associated with the plane of Lamania, but when you're reading from here, it says that it is associated with the plane of Iriam. And that doesn't make sense. You look further um, to uh, Sifiros, which 
is what actually should be associated with shadow. Um, and for Sephiroth, it shows it being associated with Thalanus, which you definitely know isn't right. Hmm. How old, so how old does this book appear to be? Uh, the book appears to be written. You can you can look for a date, and you'll find that the this particular version of this book was written. Uh, it looks like about 40, 45 years ago. It's too. It's too recent to be this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna if you if I was gonna be told this was four hundred fifty years ago, maybe. Hmm. This none of this is right. Either really? someone's given you an incorrect book, or because um, the my my special kind of red flag here is I'll get to the page when it's a it's that says it's supposed to be associated with uh, Thalanus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this. What is it supposed to be associated with again? Sorry. So it's it's um, no. What is Thalana being, supposed to be associated with? Is what I mean. It is being associated with the moon Sifiros. Uh, right. What is it supposed to be associated with? Sifiros. Uh, no. What is Thalana supposed to be associated with? Thalana. Sorry. Thalana should be. There's a lot going on. Thalana is supposed to be associated with the moon uh, by the name of Ra. R H A A N. Yeah. So. This book says that Sifros is supposed to be tied with Thalanus, which is not correct. It's supposed to be associated with Ron. And the reason I would know that is because I'm from there. <laughs> I'm from the Elden Reaches. I have been with the king. I know this for a fact. Wait. The Eldine... What do you mean? When you say the Eldine Reaches... Are you... Are you Faye, then? Like, truly Faye. <laughs> I kind of look at her. I kind of give, like, the... the I kind of kind of do like the uh do that little bit of like kind of because like i was like kind of looking at the book kind of do like the 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 over the glasses look <laughs> strong sat standing next to her just kind of gestures at like <laughs> the entirety of silva <laughs> i'm not going to judge just based on appearances thank you no but generally fairies aren't native to this plane of existence. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been to a lot of places outside of my village. I'm not going to pretend that I know exactly how these things work. And, you know, kudos to you for not, uh... <laughs> I, almost, I almost quoted the office and I was like, kudos to you for not seeing color. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, but no, like, it's understandable, but yes, a fairy. Okay. Uh, she 
which also does, is does a common have... misconception, but we can get into that conversation later. Yeah. What's important now <laughs> is that Silva has basically first-hand knowledge of of what planes all of these moons are supposed to be associated with. Granted, and... it took me a fair amount of, of time when I had when I had come here, but the I do find the King of Summer to be a rather good teacher. I've I'm I I don't I I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I, the King of Summer. What kingdom do they rule over? <laughs> Not one that uh, that most people of this realm would recognize. Do any the rest of you are you all tracking this? Is this This is far beyond my pay grade. <laughs> no, we haven't uh, I mean inevitably this hasn't come up very much or at all. Um inevitably the king of summer is a is a, is essentially um it's not technically correct, but you could kind of think of him like a you know kind of like what many of the fo- of the people in this realm would call a fey lord um but different but he keeps he essentially is a protector protector of the forest lands that are within the Eldian reaches yeah i got i got to say i i would you know maybe a little biased as i'm in a party with Silva, but I would I would tend to trust uh, her knowledge on this stuff. If there's anyone I would trust, it's her. Back from a distance, just nods. <laughs> Still munching on pancakes. Mm-hmm. And now petting just uh, the goat or sheep. Sorry. I mean. If anything, this if this is true, and the current moon actually reflects the plane of war, I mean, that's... If anything, that just makes this all the more urgent of an issue, because we're talking about a werewolf that could potentially be heightened to levels of aggression that are almost inconceivable in our own plane of existence. I, it's not morphies. that I don't agree with you, but the issue is it's not ours to fix. It's not, we're not, we're going to die if we do it. You need That's... a force, a large force to deal, even with werewolves that aren't. <laughs> Many scenarios, werewolves have, there are werewolves in in portions of was it was Breland, right? Oh yeah, Breland is where you were. Yeah. Well, like were those those edicts and stuff that I like we were talking about the last time. Uh, yes. There's there's a few nations that have these like particular edicts in regards to lycanthropes, uh, and werewolves. Um, and Breland is one of them. Um, yeah. There's a couple other northern nations that that share some edicts as well. Yeah. So I mean, nevertheless, yeah, there. Are, I mean, lands have edicts that inevitably, 
look at non uh, warfaring lycanthropes to be inevitably dealt with with you know a small squadron of trained soldiers let alone five you know relatively random <laughs> you know people who met by circumstance you know we are all I mean, the the four of us are rather close at this point, but inevitably, it wasn't that long ago that we weren't, and that we that we just that we had met. <laughs> and personally, I have uh, had enough close brushes with death that I would rather not put myself actively in the way of it. Uh, to this degree, it What's it just does not seem smart. What's responsible for us to do now is to go to the biggest, the the closest larger city, which I believe would be Passage, and alert anybody of official there. That yeah, especially since Passage also borders the the groves. Uh, I mean, I mean, so does we, inherently Arcanics is nearby it as well. Arcanics, but yeah, we are close. We are probably with the path we are currently on closer to passage at this point based on the map when we looked at it um she uh Annette nods and says yeah it, technically speaking uh we would hit passage first I mean I don't know if necessarily cause we have to go through Galt right based on the path on the map yes um, I'm unsure you need if, like... to, because you're, you're not able to take the path of the the lightning rail. Um, so you would have to uh, go I'm up through, to Galt, and then uh, the the key the... isn't on the map, so I'm unsure of exactly like which of this like what the city symbols are technically referencing between like the difference between a city that has a dot and a the, the city with a... a dot and a with a black dot in the middle versus a a normal like white dot city. Yeah, so usually, let me get readjusted here. Um, generally speaking, a black dot is going to be a town. A white dot is a village, which is going to be slightly larger. Um, and then your white squares are usually your keeps, your towers, your fortresses. Um, a white dot with a black dot inside of it like passage has that's usually going to be a major city um white dot with a star is a capital city yeah so passage would be honestly our best bet to right. notify people of this there's a chance that potentially there's there's people who i mean I, it is probably good to make warning if one as we are going to because of the path we are going to be traveling through Galt. Mm -hmm. It is also probably responsible for us to alert them as well. I would say um, so, but most likely the the place that is going to send a proper force to deal with it is going to come from Passage. If I had to guess, most likely just from a bigger city having more resources. But yeah, it's always absolutely. good for Galt because they may need they may need the defense or prepare their defenses for it. 
Yeah, just so they're on alert at the very least. Because, yeah. um, I mean, the groves aren't necessarily small, but they are inevitably, it is always possible that it will make its way there. Yeah. Um, um, I think, and we, we, we made good time here. Um, so I, I wouldn't imagine that it would take too much longer to get to Galt and then on to Passage. Uh, so we really wouldn't be losing much time. We have a very, uh, we have a seemingly a relatively uh, speediest carriage. Yeah. If need be, you can travel with us if you would like to get a, at least back to at least to Galt, and then potentially, if you wish to assist them from there. I mean, no reason to stop you, but I would not. The five of us aren't going to be able to deal with this, and I for certain. It's five. Oh yeah. well, and yeah, including Annette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking to Annette right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the five of us aren't going to be able to deal with it, let alone yourself. I would I would agree. Uh, I mean, we we have we have combat experience, uh, you know. We did but... just take down an entire army ourselves practically. Okay, well that's that's exaggerating <laughs> a little bit. And now but... one werewolf is scaring us away. Um sorry, what? You guys really think this werewolf is stronger than three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. Um, like, it. here's the thing. We... I feel like we had an understanding of what three could do. We had an understanding of what we were going into, and we had the backup of an army. Yes, inevitably. We don't have that here. That's what we need to get in order to take this on. Look, and that's the thing, is that the reality of our fight with three, in in many regards... Long stretch. <laughs> that was that one. Um, we were very lucky. We, and I mean, inevitably, yes, we had gone through a lot to get to three when we had dealt with that. But... When I talk about the fact that full squadrons of trained military people have been taken out by a werewolf that isn't affected by the moon of that is um, the moon of war, <laughs> I don't expect us to necessarily fare that much better. Yeah, and I mean, Johannes, you gotta keep in mind. Remember what we what we went through leading up to that fight with three? Dak died. Fair point. I nearly got blown off the top of the tower. The only reason I did anything I ended up being able to really get anything with three was from that experience I told you about. We we were incredibly lucky in that fight, honestly. You came close to death multiple times yourself, didn't you? Yes, of course. I was there. I was there with you all. And this well, would pro- likely be about... The, you could probably think about this thing and likely being about four times stronger than three. That seems unbelievable, but I will trust you. And lycanthropes are no joke. It's... and. and a werewolf to take over a city, though. <laughs> it's it's better to to 
be on the cautious side. I Werewolf think. doesn't politically plan and implant an implant sleeper agents from potentially years. Okay, we'll leave. I, we'll leave. I, uh, we'll I, leave. I'm done arguing. We'll leave. You know, I, I don't want to talk honest. about this anymore. And then you're free to do what you want. <laughs> We're just ganging up on Johannes. Literally, like, hey, look, we almost died <laughs> multiple times. Let's not do this. Um, I mean, look. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta do a little bit of the gang up this? because <laughs> you sometimes got. You know, this is the scenario. Uh, this is above board, obviously. This is the kind of the scenario of. It's very equivalent to the level one group, and then like the DM gives you like the like here's the here's the dragon that you might fight don't, one don't day. Don't mind me, I'm just gonna set and this then, over here. And then the guy is like that right there for a minute. I'm gonna fight it. <laughs> I don't. It, this is I'm literally also above board. I have no idea how strong werewolves are in D- Dungeons and Dragons. So D and D is one thing. Eberron is another in terms of the lycanthrope thing. Yeah, I've I've never played against one. They just seemed like so, that was just like oh, a that's guy why. with claws. I well, think, that's I think why like, I out. had to ask so much Dylan about how much my about how much Silva would know. Mm-hmm. That's why we had to go through that no, because there's there's obviously the dissonance that we're going through. But luckily, like I said, I'm going with the mini the at least the three. You know, slowly dripping it from the 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 at least the baseline understanding that Silva knows. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I think it I think it base like D D five E. I think a werewolf is like CR three or something like that. Yeah, we probably uh, which is still would, that's still a hard fight for a group we, of our like, level. We would probably be able to do it. Yeah. But that's also that's above board knowledge. That's not a like yeah. our characters would have no idea how strong a werewolf would be. And, only from tail, yeah. I would like essentially yeah. I only really know through like warnings of like being of essentially being around a fey lord and learning things um and then being and then having like lived in the capital of a city that inevitably like creates werewolf hunt squadrons (laughs) um but yeah I think I think our best bet is let's get back let's let uh, let's let the inn know about what we found, uh, just so that they're aware, since this is so close by. Uh, and then close out whatever tabs we have and get a move on so that we can get information as quickly as possible. Go into my dusty pouch. Dak, Johannes, put out your hands. I put it out my hand. You'll inevitably hear the jingling of the coins. It's not like Dak is. Oh, Dak is thirty feet away. Right. Uh, Dak. <laughs> apparently, the pancakes Dak. were included in uh, in our uh, stay. We didn't, we didn't have to pay for them. I'll, I'll give you nine nine of your gold back, Johannes. Oh, nine. dusty gold back. We left them a tip, but oh no well yeah i left the tip there i guess it can allow you two to do that but inevitably tips aren't aren't complimentary i say as a chef (laughs) you gave Um, him a pretty egregious tip well annette i haven't heard from you in quite a while how are you feeling (laughs) yeah so annette has just been like listening intently to everything that's been going on 
as as we talk about how we <laughs> just saved a town from yeah. someone overthrowing it. It's um, like a major we may city. Have dealt with a coup, but still. <laughs> <laughs> we may have saved a king. It's fine. We may kind of be like uh, a big we kind deal. of a, yeah, like we may kind of be like thanes in some regard. I sworn to carry your burdens. Dak um, uh, arrives with the group. Um, yes. Who's our gold back? Oh. So Annette. Do you do you want to travel with us? Uh, I think, at least to Galt. <laughs> I'm. It is too early in the morning for me to try to process everything you just threw out there, <laughs> but I do know this. I grew up reading these books, and she's pointing at the the astrology book. What you're telling me is true. And everything that's being written about in these books may be incorrect. That, to me, feels like a larger issue that needs to be pursued. I think I need to return back to Telen and speak with the librarian there and ask them where and when they actually got these books from Arcanet. That's a good idea. Just to yeah. see if there's any kind of a paper trail or something as to why something this out of date would still be in circulation. I agree. That I absolutely after, makes sense. I this think after agree. I do that, I will make my way to Passage. And if you all happen to still be there, then we'll meet there. Um, but otherwise, I think it's best that I return home to Talon first and see if there's any leads that I can pick up in regards to this. Yeah, I I would say that, because the strange part that I, I did notice as well, to just make note of, is that it dis... It, the book doesn't necessarily appear, at least in terms of how far I've... You know, in terms of when I learned this information, and how bold this book is, it seems like it shouldn't be out of the this uh, this out of date or incorrect. It does seem I'm strange. I'm older than the book. <laughs> we could see if there's any information in passage as well. I'm sure they have libraries there. True, um, but otherwise, I don't know if potentially maybe there's there is something because given that, I mean, you're not necessarily out of a line to things that are going on here and based on how things went last night I have something I have my seeking suspicion that there's something a little extra foul at play here all this time all this issue with the conflicting information and hidden secrets it's just well, rose me the wrong way inevitably while inherently creepy and <laughs> concerning in, in many ways we shouldn't be having fever dreams about a werewolf encounter, at least not if it's this moon. You know, if it was, say, like the moon of the that represents the Lunas, then sure. You know, Ron might give us this type of weird, eerie feeling uh, close to its full moon. But not, I mean, if anything, the moon would just be, make us feel angry. <laughs> 
and that really wasn't the feeling last night. Don't no, it was for both. I mean, anything. I was angry that I had to take down my setup multiple times, but that's an entirely different story. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it, it is what it is. We're past it. Um, Annette, safe travels. Uh, keep an eye out. Uh, Want to make sure you get back safe. Um, but I think we're going to head on and start notifying uh, Galt and, and Passage about what's going on then. Obviously, we'll all make um, our way back to the inn anyway. So, yeah, our carriage is there. Um, yeah, and if you do stay around in Passage, I guess uh, when I return there, I'll be there's a there's an inn that exists in Passage. It it actually started out as a gold dragon inn that was abandoned, and then uh, somebody else took over a new proprietor, and they've kind of made it into their own sort of tavern place. Um, I'll I'll be probably taking up lodgings there uh, when I do visit. If you, uh, what's the where's the inn located? It's at the very north of the north of the city there, uh, almost heading back out uh, on the path to Lathlier, But it, it's still in the city itself. It's just on the northern side. Um, you said it's a golden dragon. Used yes, it, it used to be. To be. What's it, it, what is it now? This... I don't... I, I honestly don't know the name. Huh. A, a friend of mine works there, and she's offered for me to, you know, maybe join her for a summer job uh, a few times, but she said her uncle keeps changing the name. He can't decide on what he wants it to be called. Seems like I we're all trying to get summer jobs in Passage. <laughs> I, uh, I imagine that we'll, we'll all moment. be able to, uh, I, I imagine if we, if we mention, uh, to, you know, one of the guardsmen or something, ask about what, where the, the old gold dragon in is, we'll be able to find it. That's my, uh, it's my new emo album, by the way, Summer Jobs in Passage. Summer Jobs <laughs> Um, Alright, yeah, let's head back to the inn then. Okay. Uh, and so you all uh, sort of step away from the, the fields as the uh, the sheep continue to graze in the grass. Um, and we will end our session uh, for tonight there. And we'll pick up, uh, pick up next time. As we, uh, we sort of close things out with, with this current gold dragon inn and continue on our journeys uh heading further north towards the uh the nearby town of galt and past that you'll you know be passing through on your way to passage go through the the crying fields you know just just a few nice things like that and we'll uh and we will resolve that uh next time we meet so until then uh thank you all for watching thank you all for playing uh, and remember, don't mix up a bunch of different types of milk. Don't do it. <laughs> this is really a, gross. This is a pretend game. We we're not actually encouraging you to take a bunch of different types of milk and mix them together. It doesn't yeah. work well. Only professional only professionals can do it. And Dak has eaten a lot of worse shit in his life in order to be able to drink that concoction. Yes, mm-hmm. and is also a fictional character. <laughs> and is <laughs> emphasis on the fact. <laughs> Fictional character.
And also, whole milk isn't real. It is also fictional. So, <laughs> so true. All right. <laughs> it's right. so true, bestie.